Hey, 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 welcome to the Property Wealth and Business Podcast. On this episode, I'm going to be interviewing Florence Ebem, who is a property investor. She literally began her journey at the beginning of this year, and I'm so super excited that she joined our mentorship program here at Property Wealth Education at the beginning of July, and she has been flying ever since she got started. She's a simple, you know, action taker. She's somebody I'm so proud to be working alongside with, and I just can't wait to introduce her. Um, Florence, welcome to the Property Web Business Podcast. How are Hello. you doing today? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Great. Are you excited? I am. Great. <laughs> so Florence, for those who don't know you, tell us a little bit about Florence. Who is Florence Ibiam? Where do I start? Florence Ibiam, she is a go-getter. Okay. She's a warrior, mm-hmm. um, independent, and just somebody who loves life. Wow. I can tell. I can tell you love life. Yeah. <laughs> Great. So... What made you, you know, transition into property? I mean, for those who don't really know you, what what did you used to do before now, before you got started in property? Um, So uh, I recently, my career profession was uh, a compliance officer. So I worked in the financial service industry for many years. Um, So I think the start, approximately 10 years. Um, I started in the industry with a goal of really climbing the corporate ladder. Um, I had a legal degree, an LLB, but I didn't practice law. So compliance is kind of the next place that, you know, the would-be lawyers would go to. Um, We're kind of, to some extent, depending on a firm, on the same level as a lawyer, but we kind of deal with regulation and training and monitoring what the business does and essentially telling the business what they should and shouldn't be doing. So um, doing that for 10 years, um, in in December of last year, 2020, um, I was made redundant. Uh, I was working for a hedge fund, um, which was actually like the last company I did say I was ever going to work for again. Mm. Um, actually, when that redundancy came, it was very much welcomed. I literally, I joke with people all the time that ask me about my career transition, that it was something that when I was told about this um, change within the company, I was actually on Instagram because I couldn't, you know, I knew it was perfect timing for me. Um, I'd always wanted to go into property um, for maybe going back, I would say even 10 years. So before I even went into compliance, I've always wanted to go into property. But I was told by the lawyers in my family that you need you need hundreds of thousands of pounds, you know, you're still young, you know, going to legal is, you know, the better kind of thing. You know, I grew up where I always watched Homes Under the Hammer and all those kind of decoration shows, uh, Free in a Bed, all the shows where, you know, you're kind of looking at property renovation, conversion of like, uh, you know, residential properties to hotels. I'd always had an interest in that, but obviously no education, no mentor, um, no guidance. Um, Obviously, it was kind of like, well, I don't have money, so I can't do that. So obviously, when this redundancy came, I was, it was great because I'd, in the last couple of years prior to that, I had gone to different um, property trainings and boot camps. um, And I knew that, you know, it just kind of affirmed for me that property was the way forward. Property mm. was the way I was going to be able to retire before 45. It was the way that I was going to be able to give myself time yeah. um, to do what I really wanted to do in life, which was not work for somebody else yeah. for the rest of, you know, my life up until retirement age. Right. Wow. So, um, again, when a redundancy came, I was like, yeah, perfect. Um, within, um, 
a few weeks, I went on to a property course, a really mini course. I went, then from there went on to register my company. Yeah. Um, I did some minor training as a deal sourcer, yeah. really high level, but not I wasn't really knowledgeable in the different underlying property yeah. strategies. Yeah. So I did start my journey in January 2021, registered business, co- you know, compliant, fully compliant, but didn't really have the underlying knowledge. Mm. Um, so I made some mistakes in my journey, yeah. you know, at the start of the year. Yeah. Um, things happened. Um, there was an opportunity to work temporarily as a consultant. So mm-hmm. I kind of dipped my toe back in the financial service industry yep. pond with the thought process that okay I'll work full time but I've still got my business I know what I want to do properties yeah. so I can do property yeah. while I'm working and making some money yeah. um I made some money but unfortunately my property business you know started to fail so yeah. um after the contract ended within three months, I kind of said, you know, I'm not going to renew. Yeah. I, I I need to, it's do or die um, yeah. now. Like do, if, I'm, do, if I'm serious about do, this. Do or die property yeah, investor. Basically. Wow. So <laughs> <laughs> I decided like if I, if I don't just give this my all and really try and do this full time, yeah. I'm not, I'm not ever going to do it. True, um, true, true. And I had to kind of put aside some of the fears of not having a, a, a good income coming in every yeah, month. Yeah. Um, which, which, that's that's quite scary to a lot of people. It's, it's very scary, especially bit, I'm a compliance officer, right? So we're very, usually we're risk adverse. I'm not going to say I've been the most sensible over the years when it comes to finance or my money, but definitely when it comes to big, massive things, we tend to overanalyze. We tend to, you know, overdo things. I and don't Dan- detail. Yeah, Daniel's smiling because he knows exactly <laughs> what what yeah. this is for me yeah. um but so i knew i had to kind of go forward yeah, um wow. so i knew i couldn't do it without yeah. mentorship wow. um i needed to somebody to do hand holding with me yeah. um wow. to help me on things that i wasn't aware of because wow. i knew as a deal source i need to be well versed in what it is i'm trying to package to an yeah. investor yeah um so I started looking around for mentors and um, came across you, came across a few others, and I grilled every single one of you. Uh, It was actually an interview process for you guys, (laughs) unbeknown to you. Um, And, you know, I obviously through your webinar, Mm -hmm. I, you know, there's certain things that resonated. I felt like you were quite genuine and honest and transparent about what was to come. Um, I had my own personal questions, which you were able to kind of target and address specifically. And, um, yeah, I think from there I made my decision. I was like, yeah, I think I want to be part of Property Wealth Group and I I want Daniel Moses as my mentor. If you found this episode really useful and you're looking to get started in property, whether you've got some money or you've got no money, and you're looking to add value to yourself as an individual, make sure to reach us us on our website, which is propertywe.co.uk or reach out through to me myself on Instagram. It's Daniel Moses DM. I've got my team right there on my handles, responding to every single one who's listening to this podcast and looking forward to building their own economy using property as a vehicle. We're really looking forward to welcoming you in our multiple events as well. And guys, don't forget to go and give us a five-star rating on Apple and also on the Spotify podcast. Looking forward to seeing you soon. Take care. Wow, wow. What, I mean, literally, you just went tick, tick, tick to kind of just kind of (laughs) explain how you went from a full compliance officer to transitioning into a property investor. I mean, you did mention, right? You wanted to get started in property. You loved property. 
but you are a typical case scenario of or a typical case study of you know what the society what the family does say in terms of what they wasn't able to achieve for themselves to kind of scare you a little bit off so you didn't get to start as of when you know you wanted yeah. to start but there's something i always say regardless of what happens you know there's always a perfect time to make the perfect decision and sometimes to run with that perfection to creating something that could become extraordinary yeah. and absolutely that's what you've done yeah. you wanted to get started in property you know family friends obviously from the past said you know you need lots of money yeah. there's something i always say you don't know what you don't know and what you don't know can hold you back and cost you even your future. But obviously you got over that, you got made redundant and you said, I'm not going to go back. But again, the society of what we, you know, we live in, sometimes you have to kind of have a little bit of that balance. You went back into, you know, um, uh, a small consultation uh, job and stuff. And eventually you said, you know what, I'm just going to go all in. You see, there's a book I love. They say, you know, there's a, there's this book called uh, Eat the Frog. And on the Eat the Frog book, you find out it's all about go getting action taking and yeah. just going all in anyway, regardless yeah. of what the consequence is, just go in and do it. So, I mean, if you really look at what, that decision you've made, that shift in mindset uh, is almost like a beast mood. Go and eat the frog and just go and smash it. Yeah. You know, and well done on you for, for taking that massive okay. action. So right now, haven't like literally get got to really know you a bit more. How is your property journey going? Haven't gotten started in July, mm-hmm. all right? Fully, like yeah, you fully, went yeah. all in fully. It's been what literally less than six months, yeah. All right, how is it going? I think it. So I'm going to be very honest, right? Yeah. It's 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 going. I've gotten further than I would have hoped. But I'm not where I want to be financially. F- um, financially or emotionally it, or so, uh, so. There's been some ups and downs. Absolutely, one thing it's I, a I say to, yeah, definitely. And one one thing I and I, I never thought it was going to be easy, but I think I didn't really understand the magnitude of the amount of work, the effort, the mindset, the transition that's required in that. Just in that sense mm. alone, mm. Um, it is is quite a bit, and I think. Again, I'm thankful that, you know, I, I obviously through the training, as I've been going through the training, I've had an, an understanding of that. But again, it's not, nobody knows what this is, right? Yes. So, you know, the journey has, there has been ups and downs. There's many things um, that have occurred, which has taught me how to go about you know, formalizing my personal, my um, business processes, you know, when it comes to NDAs and understanding, you know, how it potentially you know, you get trained as to how it works, but then, you know, everyone forms their business according to how they work. Absolutely. Right. So for me, I'm very much a people person. I love to talk. I love to gist. And I I very much do trust. But then one thing I don't like is back, you know, the backlash of somebody trying to do dirty or play dirty. So I've realized that, you know, I have to put my compliance and my legal training into effect and formalize and make my contracts very solid because I just don't want the nonsense, but I'm very transparent with the way I do things and very open. Um, I think in terms of building relationships, I found that quite easy, um, anyway, because I kind of, like I said, I'm, I'm a chatty box. So anywhere I go, I talk and talking about myself as an investor hasn't been hard. Um, I, you know, kind of promote myself, you know, where I go verbally 
you know, to people. So yeah. people, once they've met me, they understand and know that, you know, she is knowledgeable, knowledgeable. She knows yeah. what she's doing. Yeah. If I do need her services, she's the one to contact. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm glad I've made that mark in that sense. There's other things business wise, like social media, it, it requires a bit more effort from my end. But yeah. again, that's all part of the process, right? We're yeah. not perfect in everything. Yeah. So thankfully, you know, through my mentorship, I understand what I need to do. Yeah. Um, I've been slow at it, but yeah. I have an understanding. So yeah. it's just a case of, you know, f- being a bit more strategic with my time in terms of how I allocate it to not just building relationships, not just systems and building my systems, but yeah. looking at my social media, looking yeah. at, you know, employing staff and things like yeah. that. So yeah. it's it's all a learning curve and it's Absolutely. not something that you're going to learn overnight. Yeah. So that's yeah. one thing I... I mean, a, a journey of a thousand miles begins in a day, yeah. right? Yeah. That's the most yeah. important thing you need to know. Yeah. You know, a journey of a thousand miles begins in a day. As long as you're gradually taking those steps you will definitely get to your destination. Yeah, yeah. As long as you aim for the moon, you 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 will get somewhere. Yeah. Even if you aim for the sky, but if you get to the moon, you got somewhere. Yeah. You know, I think one of the biggest problems people have is over consuming information and never putting it to use. Mm. You know, I think one of the biggest problems people really have is just people, you see people go through mentorship programs. You see people making that shift. Oh, I want to quit my job. I want to become this. I want to become that. Or even becoming a property investor. Mm -hmm. One of the things that do happen is they consume all this information and yet never take action. Yeah. I mean, you've done pretty well. I mean, for those who don't really know Florence that well, within within a, a period of a very short space of five months, she's closed two property deals. She's generated over ten thousand pounds in sales. She's currently working on a third project, you know, with an investor, and we're so excited for that. I mean, that is a massive, 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 massive growth mm-hmm. because imagine being in a you know in your field of work. I'll probably say. What's your take on probably 40, 40K a year? Let's just say, for example. It's a bit more than that. I'm just saying, for example, (laughs) you know, imagine, you know, you now, you know, you're now in a place where you've done that in a very short space. Obviously, it's Mm -hmm. business money. It's not like your your money, but it's a business money. Mm -hmm. Now, think about where you can be in a year from now. Think about where you can be two years from now. I say to people, when you're thinking about getting started in property, it's full of massive roller coaster. I think the biggest part is making that massive transition. For me, when I started my property journey, I was an Uber driver. All right? I didn't even know my left to right. I wasn't born in this country. I didn't even understand how to speak to people in a more professional way. I've never had, I've never ever had that formal, you know, way of thinking, mm-hmm. formal way of doing things, formal way of reacting or behaving in a certain way. No, I didn't have, I'm just somebody who came from, immigrated from Nigeria. You know, I didn't understand this work, but for you, it's different. Mm-hmm. All right. You've been in the corporate industry for yeah. at least 10 years. Yeah. So making that transition for me, wasn't, it wasn't easy. And I'm also sure for you, it wasn't very yeah. easy. Yeah. So, I mean, one of the things that you've got to just understand is that you know, if someone like myself who wasn't born and raised in this country can do it, you two can do it. Yeah. And that's one of the biggest things. Now, t- talk to us. How easy has it been in just making that transition from being a compliance officer mm-hmm. to becoming a full-time property investor? Somebody that had income coming in month in, month out, and now having to chase, follow up, follow through, and close a sale. It's, it's not been easy, just straight up. I mean, just if we talk of the discipline that's required, as every entrepreneur out there knows that, you know, at the end of the day, your business is what you 
provides you food yeah. to eat, right? Your business makes you alive. It's what gives you life. It's what, yeah. you know, so if you don't act, if you don't, um, if you don't take action, you're not eating. You're going to yeah. find yourself financially in ruins. You might find yourself going to a place where you have to, you know, fortunately we have a system here in this UK where we can yeah. get support from the government, but you, you, you might find yourself going backwards, right? If yeah. you don't take action. Whereas when you're at work, you can just roll out of bed. You know, at the end of the month, when exactly when the money's going to drop into your account, you've already started spending it because you know exactly what you're going to do. Yeah. When you're working as an entrepreneur and yeah. it's your business and you're in your first year, it, yeah. the, the hustle is real. And um, you're not doing the things that you were doing previously. Like I, I've had to control myself. Yeah. You know, I've, I've said to you before, like financially, I've kind of been in the past. I admit to it, I'm quite open. So yeah. I'm honest about it. I've Absolutely. been quite very, I've been very yeah. silly mm-hmm. um, when it comes to money. And, you know, I can't, I wish I would have had um, leadership or mentorship in my life years ago yeah. when I started climbing because then I would have had a better exit strategy yeah. out of the industry and I probably would have been a bit further but mm-hmm. it, again it's learning and it's like learning, you yeah. said it's it's steps right yeah. um so yeah just I think the discipline is Absolutely. the biggest I mean funny enough you just say that right so I've been on an entrepreneurship journey for at least 17 years as far as I can count all right 17 old years I've been in this game and 12 good years, I failed over and over and over and over and over again. I didn't have mentors. I didn't understand the importance of mentors. Mm-hmm. But over the last five years, gradually things started to make sense. Yeah. And the last two years became my overnight success that I've had in my entire journey as an entrepreneur. And I, you know, and that is just what it is. You know, I that's the reason why I'm I, I'm one of those mentors or property or wealth coach trainers. I don't sugarcoat things. I just mm. say exactly the way it is mm-hmm. because you're going to get started in property. You're going to get coached. You're going to get mentors, but the mentor is not going to guarantee you success. Yeah. Yeah. It's you. It's up to you. If you take the information and you run with it, you change your mindset and your attitude, then you're going to be successful. Yeah. yeah. All right. Whilst we're actually talking, you've mentioned mentors, mentors. I wish I had the mentor. Yeah. I wish I had the mentors. Would, would I be right to say that ever since you got into having mentors, a lot has changed for you? Of course, <laughs> because I think also another thing about having a mentor is somebody to, it's not just about strategizing and helping and plan, plan, you know, planning your, you know, your, 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 the next steps in business, but it's somebody to highlight some truths, which maybe you don't want to hear, mm. but maybe to hear these truths. It's um, a truth. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, sometimes that criticism, that constructive criticism is what, you know, builds us. It's what, um, you know, once we kind of are aware of that and we start to take action to address those things, we become more polished, we become stronger, we yep. become more efficient. Yeah. Um, and better, you know, obviously that translates into the business. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> wow, wow. I love I love that you really dropped that. So that brings me to a very interesting question I want to ask you. Why did you choose Daniel Moses as your mentor? Um, relatable. Um, I felt like you were quite honest. Mm. Um, you were very passionate about creating wealth, mm. where as opposed to just, oh, join my, join my camp, join my camp kind of thing. Or, you know, we can do this. We, it, I didn't feel like you were over-promising anything. I thought it was just... Um, you know, you, you seemed like committed. And I think 
so I don't know if you remember there was um before I joined bootcamp we had the you had the Thursday webinars yeah. and I joined that I I joined that with the intention to fire questions because at the time um I I just wanted to see what advice I can get for free mm. um as it to to kind of help me with a personal situation which yeah. I told you about you know conveyance which yeah. process yeah. um which you know unfortunately fell through last year so yeah. I wanted to get some professional advice mm-hmm. on that um, and I felt like this is a perfect opportunity. I don't have to speak to a lawyer. I can speak yeah. to somebody who's doing the business, who yeah. has seen various things. Yeah. And if he can't even ask, ask, uh, help me out basic yeah. things, then he's not a mentor that mm-hmm. I need to be yeah. spending any money with because yeah. essentially mentorship is a personal thing, right? It's not one for all. It's mm-hmm. It has to be, it's, it's more, it's, it's specific to individuals mm-hmm. and, for me, once I did my querying with you yeah. and you were able to kind of answer all the questions, I felt like, okay, this guy, you know, you didn't even have to call me back. You yeah. called me back yeah. after that um, yeah. that sem- uh, webinar, yeah. which made me understand that, okay, this guy actually, you know, he he want, he sees that there's something that he can help with. Yeah. He took the time to go out and out of his schedule, you know, it was yeah. an impromptu call to call yeah. me. Yeah. I don't know how long we were on the phone for, maybe an hour or so. I remember extra. it was almost two hours. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that to me made, cause I don't feel like, you know, there's some, there's so many different mentors out there. There's so many different trainers, hundreds of them, there's bigger ones than you, yeah. but I'm pretty sure I can tell anybody for free that these people would not spend any time out of their personal time to come in give you that extra so that wow, that wow, that for wow. me is what it is like if wow. somebody's willing to go above and beyond for you yeah you know without the extra cost or whatever then yeah. that's somebody that i would want to be mentored by wow wow amazing amazing i really love how you really wow i feel i feel pumped right now <laughs> wow i feel so humbled no, I'm, so, the truth. I'm so grateful for that because uh you know this will inspire a lot of people you know, who might be looking to maybe get in a coach and mentor themselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the things I learned from my mentors, you know, is that sometimes it's good to also over promise and over deliver. Mm. I learned that and I learned it the real way from the, you know, from my mentors as well. I'm someone that was an Uber driver. I didn't have a lot of income that way. I lost a lot of money before mm-hmm. being an Uber driver. I had a great business before, but I lost all of that. But for good 17 years, I mean, for good, like about 15 years or no not not 15 years for good 13 years I didn't really understand the importance of having mentors so my journey of entrepreneurs was 17 years so for good 13 years I didn't understand the importance of having mentors and I started having I think my first mentor was in 2017 2018 I've used so many different types of mentors for me to now have one of the mentors that I have now which I learned something from him over deliver over promise you know, it's all about the clients, all right. As long as you're giving them that support, so I'm so, I'm so humbled to know that it works. Yeah. You know, and if it works for someone like you, it can work for many others. Now, so Florence, you know, talk us through. You said you talk about deal sourcing, all right, and you said I'm a deal sourcer. You know, you know, and you've been able to sell some deals since you got started in your property journey. So, are you just a deal sourcer? You know, what, so, what, you know, what are the strategies you're currently focusing on as a property investor? Okay, so, so, so just to, to kind of go back. So, when I, when people ask me what it is I do, I was speaking to somebody yesterday. The one thing I, I say is that I am essentially 
Narrow Maris is my business. Narrow Maris uh, Properties is the trading group. And it's the trading name for Narrow Maris, the investment company. Mm. Narrow Maris, the sourcing company. Mm. And um, Narrow Maris, the um, investment. Man- property management. Okay. So you've got the investment, property management, and deal sourcing. Okay. And I'm basically the be all or end all of all wow. those things. So I do a, a, a little bit of each. So from a property investing side, I personally am invested in property. Yeah. Um, both rent to rent and also a development project which is currently going on at the moment um i also help people whether they're newbies or whether they're seasoned investors um so they i don't discriminate um people who just basically don't have the time and just or just want help to you know grow their portfolio i am up and down the country um i've recently gone as far as leicester um but i can go depending on client request to anywhere in england um so as a deal source i'm packaging deals for Mm. people Mm. my end clients um and then um property management i manage properties as well so where i've got landlords who you know, they, they just don't want to be dealing with their tenants at yeah, all. They don't yeah. want the nonsense and the yeah. lava. Yeah. I, I get involved um, and, and kind of take things from, from them um, to assist them. So with, with that um, sourcing, I source rent-to-rent. I source buy-to-let, although it's not something I advise my investors to go for if there's opportunity for them to go for more development. There's not a lot of money in there. There's not a lot of money in there. You know, I'm, I'm very honest and transparent. Yeah. I think that's, and again, we're talking about transparency it's very important that you um let your your clients and your investors know exactly what the situation is with any investment now some of them they're determined they want to do what they want to do and i I blame social media for that because you know we see this whole rise with you know everybody owning property you've got 21 year olds owning property there's this whole thing about i just just want to own i just want to own with no full understanding of capital appreciation not even uh, no understanding is in terms of uh, cash flow and yeah. what should be required as a minimum to maintain not just pay for the property but to kind of push them towards where it is they want to go to yeah. financially whether it's because they want to enhance their cash flow or whether they want to you know get something to replace their main income mm. so i that is part of this, the, the process and the service i give to my clients yeah. um but yeah i do do buy to less BRR um, is also the, the key one um, that I'm trained to do, not only to source uh, the properties. There is some level of education I give my investors, yeah. um, especially if I know that they've not gone through any prior training. So I yeah. kind of take it upon myself to make sure that they're aware of some of the basics. Yeah. Um, I also am involved in project management for those who don't have the time to be on site every week mm. to coordinate their professional power team. Yeah. Not only am I on hand to provide that for them, but I manage that relationship with all of them. That's coordinating calls, arranging planning, permission, um, you know, sorting out things to do with party wall issues with neighbours. Building regulations. regulations. So I do all of that, um, you know, obviously for a fee that's, you know, added as part of my package as well. But um, it is something that, you know, for those who are working full-time or you've got busy jobs busy um you know lifestyles that's essentially something that i do as part of um my sourcing and then ultimately for those investors once we've completed um i can take on management again if that's something that they don't want to get involved with yeah, um, yeah. so basically you're offering a hands-off 
you know, property investors, fully hands-on properties, to yeah. building it, to refinancing it, managing yeah. it, you name it. Yeah. That's what you do. Yeah. Great. Wow. <laughs> this lady's on fire. <laughs> Guys, make sure you check out this lady. Now, just before going to the next uh, part of this episode, um, how has that property journey right now kept you? Your property journey since July, how has it kept you you know, inspired, motivated, waking up and looking forward to something on a daily basis? So the first thing is confidence. Um, just when I when I secured my first deal, um, I'll be... That's the, the belief, the belief, belief sale. Yeah, it, it, it's significant. It definitely helps. I think wow. if, you know, again, there's so many opportunities that have come about just off the back of that one deal. You know, being able to forge and, and build relationships mm-hmm. with, my investors this is away from any property group that i'm a part of so you know obviously thankfully you know i do have my property wealth um you know a uh, 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 group yeah. where we we have access to so many different investors not only within the mentorship but obviously on the wider um universe yeah. of of you know social media so yeah. there is that but then being able to have the confidence to go out and talk to people it, it that's completely transformed um, my whole thinking and my understanding of how how possible this yeah. journey is. Yeah. And I think for me that's very important because whilst you know you know me I'm not the most patient person, so I always <laughs> complain about you know I want it now like you know because in my mind Today. I am I'm not going to lie I am thinking of the income that I had when I was working full time. But yeah. essentially these movements that I've been making. Every as things are forming, there's no way I'm going back to full time employment. Absolutely. Even even if I'm contracting, I'm not doing that because I I I can see where this road is. Yeah, definitely. Wow, definitely. Wow. So just you know what has happened so far has given me the confidence to, and it's just really affirmed that I have made my the right move. Great. Um, do you do you miss work? Do you miss no, work? Absolutely not. I look. I was done with the industry. I'm not gonna lie several years ago um i've always had different things i've always been so like you i've had this isn't my first business i've had um other businesses that i've been involved in where i kind of invested money you know made my money back on the initial investment and you know made some you know a bit more but they weren't as successful um or you know they, they didn't there weren't um opportunities that would have propelled me to or would be something that would give me what it what it is I'm looking for out yeah, of life. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, I was several years ago, I was, you know, I wasn't in a great place um, mm-hmm. when it came to, you know, career and just certain other things as well. Yep, I yep. mean, work just didn't help, you know, yeah, and I, yeah. I felt like I was um, in, in a choke cold. But that's the truth, though. That's the truth, though. When you are, I mean, no disrespect to a job, because mm-hmm. we all need the job. Yeah. But the fact is, when you're in a job, all right, you're not in control of your time. Yeah. yeah. You can yeah. get fired tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. You can yeah. get made redundant. So let me, let, me, let me just say something. Sorry to cut you. So, one thing, because a lot of people have asked me, um, especially from my industry, from people like friends, and like, you know, my, my friends are actually quite supportive, right? But I think in the industry, there is this whole eyebrow raise as to what you're doing, you know, yeah, kind of thing. Absolutely. And I, the, the way I see it is that, I want to live 
in my career, I have seen so many things. We always hear about, you know, political issues and all that kind of stuff. But we're talking about not everybody's really happy. Now, I'm not saying that working, you know, I'm, I talk for myself, my experience, right? Because there are people who love to work and they love it. And that's really what they want to do. And there's nothing wrong with that. I make yeah. it very clear. But for me personally, I enjoy life. Like I, I hated going into work every day working in a role that one it's not it's not me it's not I will never really become the we'll never say never but the likelihood of me becoming a CEO of you know know, I I don't know how um, when when or how that would have been possible yeah um with things taken into account not just you know yes I had the opportunity yes I had the the um you know maybe on paper credentials, yeah. but I think background, there's other things which I think some people will be, I don't mean... And especially freedom. freedom. And especially freedom. Freedom is, freedom. yeah, you don't, that's the thing, that's you don't dictate well. your life, you don't dictate your, how your week goes. You're, you're basically a rat in a will. Yeah. You're, you're, you, there's no, there's no out, you know, you, you have to ask permission for everything. Uh, all my, con- all my family are in a different country. Yeah. You know, I, it's just myself and one sibling, two cousins, in this whole entire country. I have hundreds of family, hundreds of Mm. them back home in Nigeria. So imagine being told or arguing with a manager because they don't want you to go away for Christmas. Christmas. Or or any other time. It might not even be Christmas. It might be any random time of the year, but because they feel like, no, you know, give somebody else a chance. Why should I have to be battling to take time off that I'm entitled to? So it's little things like that. That's one of the many things I experienced in corporate. And it made me, it didn't make me happy. There were times I used to wake up and I used to cry. Yeah. Cry. Because you know, some people will be crying because they want to go into that job. I was mm-hmm. crying because I, I wanted yeah, to way out. Yeah, yeah. Wow, <laughs> so, you know, wow. Um, this is this has been so amazing. Like, we can't wait to 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 get you back. Maybe you know, six months time again to kind of let people really hear your true story. Yeah. Especially in an industry where a lot of females are so scared yeah. to dig their toes. Yeah. So, what would you want to say to a lot of females that will listen to this episode? thinking, I want to get started in property. I've been inspired by what Flores has, you know, shared on this podcast. I can, I too can get started within a short period of three to six months. I can bring in 10,000 pounds of income, you know, minimum. All right. And you're, you're on a journey where, you know, from how you're going, I can almost predict that, that you'll be acquiring your own very own project, your own very property. You know, between now and a very short while, around the M25, or, in, or maybe even in another, because you're such a go-getter. So, what would you say to anyone right now in a professional job, in a corporate job? You know, you know, like you said, I, I didn't enjoy my job, but I enjoy what I do now. Mm-hmm. What would you have to really say to kind of encourage them to get started, especially maybe property or maybe even business in general? I, uh, so what I say to people is, look, if you are, if your eyeball is looking on something else outside of your day to day, that's that's an inter- that's, that's a constantly there. That's, that's a sign that you're not really fulfilled. It doesn't matter how much money they throw at you, you are not fulf- you're not really fulfilled in that in that um, wherever you, you you're spending full full time. So. Ask questions. E- even if you're scared, we're all scared. There's, you know, there's people in the industry who 
you know, they are, I'm not going to say fearful, but they're yeah. anxious when it comes to certain things which yeah. are new to them, but they take the risk. And that's that's something you kind of, there's something that you feel the fear and mm. you just go, mm. right? Mm. So just take action. Don't be scared. Have the conversations. If you want, if you feel like you're not knowledgeable, you don't know much, get the training. If you want to, you know, we want to understand how it works in, in practice, you know, whatever strategy it is you're looking for, talk to somebody, seek after somebody who is doing that strategy and is doing well. Wow. Have the conversation. You know, there are so many people in the industry who are willing to share, just have a conversation for free, you know, just to, just to help somebody else. There's many, many of us are out there. So, yeah. you know, reach, you can reach out to me if you like, reach out to Daniel or anybody in the property world. We're all willing to kind of help you, mm-hmm. just give you some indication and you, you can take it to go. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Wow. Amazing, Florence. Wow. It's been an amazing conversation with you, Florence. I'm sure, um, you know, people are going to be inspired by this, you know, episode. Now, just before we go, right? For the listeners listening to this podcast, all right, what would be one simple thing you tell them if they want to get started in property? Education. (laughs) Education. (laughs) That's it. Yeah. You don't need money. Don't let you know money. Like, don't be deluded to think, or don't don't be fooled to think you need thousands of pounds. You know, hundreds of thousands in your account. You can. There's so many different creative ways of getting into property and acquiring property, controlling property. Um, You just need to educate yourself, have the conversations, get the correct training so that you don't make mistakes, Mm. um, which quite a few of us made because we're too keen, too eager to take time to do a proper training or Mm. mentorship, you know, and just be honest with yourself. Fantastic, fantastic. So Florence, for those who just listen to this podcast, how can they reach out to you? Um, so they can contact me on my socials, I'm on Facebook and Instagram on the, at the moment. Uh, so both pers- my private profile is Florence underscore Ibium, that's I-B-I-A-M. Um, and that's on both Facebook, Instagram, and then on the business socials, it's Nara Amaris Properties, uh, all lowercase. Um, great, both great. So you heard it from the amazing Florence here at the Property Wealth and Business Podcast. One of the things that we love to do is to build people, create opportunities, and to build wealth. And this is what we're teaching people here at Property Wealth Education and obviously uh, reaching out and sharing information through the podcast. So if you've been inspired, if you've been motivated by this episode, uh, feel free to go and reach out to myself on my social media handle, it's Daniel Moses DM uh, on Instagram, on LinkedIn, everywhere. Just go and make sure you follow myself on Instagram as well. Um, Florence, it's been an amazing, amazing, amazing interview with yourself. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to the many, many episodes to come on the Property Wealth and Business Podcast. Thank, thank you. you so much for coming. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an honor. Thank you. Take care. Thanks. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Property Wealth and Business Podcast. If you've been inspired, motivated, and you're looking into getting started in your property journey, building a mindset for success, and creating wealth for yourself, go and follow us on social media, on Instagram, LinkedIn. And also, if you're looking to get in coaching, mentorship, 
and you want to get your journey started and start building a mindset that can take you from being an ordinary person to become an extraordinary person follow us on our website make inquiries make a booking we'll be happy to help you get started in your journey the website is www.propertywe.co.uk and i'm looking forward to see you soon take care